you're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus and as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a greasy black beard. Hello and welcome to another episode of As Yet Untitled. I'm Rob. And I'm Chris. And I forgot what I was going to say then. I, I wasn't <laughs> going to say my name. Um, this is <laughs> part four of our Christmas series. This is episode 42. Wow, 42 episodes now. I know, I know. I just need to turn you up a little bit. 42 episodes, that's amazing. That is, that is very... Uh, it's it's crazy to think that we've gone that far. Um, well, it's been, what, three years now? Yeah, this is this is our third Christmas, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> amazing it is it's uh baffled me is your mic up all right yeah cool let me just turn you up a bit more there we go is that better yeah yeah okay um i don't know what's going on so as i said Bob keeps fiddling with the knobs uh <laughs> yeah so we've got new uh new technology uh now that we're recording a podcast on so for a little while it, it'll be a little bit wavy but a bit janky yeah but we're getting there um if you heard the last episode you would hear that it's um audio quality is a million times better and what I didn't know going into getting this new new hardware was that um, I'd have to double edit. So I have to edit two <laughs> sets of audio together. Um, and it kind of threw me for a loop for a minute. And I was thinking, oh, hang on, I, I haven't got this right. But, yep, it works. You, um, got it, you got it good. Yeah, we got it all good. It's all gravy. Um, yeah, so we're coming to the end of our Christmas series. Yes, it's amazing, isn't it? it it's gone really quick. Well, this year has gone really quick since we spent six months of it sitting indoors, ordering Uber. Yeah. Ordering Uber. <laughs> Odling Uber. You're that dude that's on the, uh, from the Grinch, the, uh, the Odler. You're Do you ever remember The Price is Right and you used to have yeah, the Yodel? Yeah, the Yodel goes up. With... <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to try that because you do this so much better than I could. But yeah, it's got, it goes up the hill and you... Got to try and guess the right person. If you go over, you just yeah. pulls off the edge. Yeah, yeah. I think that's probably the best yodel I've ever done. <laughs> that wasn't anything like it, but no, I thought no, I'd throw it in there. That's close enough. Um, it's closer to the guy from the grid. Well, the who. Yeah. Um, there's a lot to dissect throughout this uh, episode. Uh, obviously, as you can guess by the title and what we've been talking about, we watched Dr. Seuss the Grinch Who Stole Christmas. With the amazing Jim Carrey. Yeah, the 2000 version. However, there is another version that we're going to have to watch probably next year, which yep. is, I'm, I'm sure, is it just called The Grinch? Yeah, with Benedict Cucumber Patch. Yeah, Benedict, uh, <laughs> Benedict Cucumber Patch, as, as you rightly <laughs> said. As No matter how many times I try to say his name correctly, Cucumber Patch is what I end up saying, and I generally don't mean it. It's just... You know, like um, Nicole, Nicole <laughs> you know, what, what's her name? Nicole Scher, Scherzinger. Is that her name, the singer? And I've, I've always sure. called her Nicole Scherzinger. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably really insulting yeah. to them, but oh, well. we don't mean it. No. Um, so, yeah, so be, before we get into the episode... Promotional content is followed by the following. So, if you want to support us in any way, shape or form, there is a couple of ways that you can actually do that. So, you can... Uh, you can... <laughs> Well, don't do that. No, no, you, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, SoundCloud, uh, where else? Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. That is free. You don't have to pay for that. Well, you have to pay for the service, but you don't on Spotify. However, 
everything else on any other podcast platform. You get it for absolutely free. Just click that subscribe button, and then after that, yep, drop a drop a like or a comment. Um, let us know. The more you do that, obviously, the more we go up in the rankings. Uh, if you want to buy our merchandise, obviously you do pay for that. Um, www.shop.spreadshirt.co.uk forward slash frmmediaayu. That is the link for that. And if you are a fan of any energy drink, um, then maybe it's time for you to transition and change into one that myself and Chris are sponsored by, which is Rogue Energy. We use it at the gym. We use it when we're doing the podcasting. You know, use it. You use it when you're doing the editing. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's basically it's all nutritious and it keeps your mind going and it keeps your and keeps your energy levels at a good rate. Yeah. Uh, so if you would like to use that, then click in the link in our description box. Um, basically, use the code AYU10 at the checkout. You can use that once. You can use it once per order. But how many times is that code valid? But you can use that in limited times. Oh, cool! Which means the more you do it, the more we'll be able to give you a bigger discount rate at a later date, which means you get more money off. So everyone's win-win. Oh, you said that at the same time. <laughs> uh, and back to the podcast. The Grinch. Yes. Um, Monsieur Carey. Yeah. It's so I have. A, I don't have an issue with Jim Carey. This, okay. this is no. This is the first thing. This That's is the it. first it's thing. It's like someone saying, "I like it," but no, no, no. <laughs> I feel early Jim Carrey is the. Let's, so let's let's take it back to like Jim Jim Carrey as himself first, right? right? So you've got the character, the big characters that he's played, the Grinch. So this is two thousand and before. So you've got the Grinch, Ace Ventura, the Mask. Yeah. Uh, I think the character from uh, Liar Liar. Yeah, right. So they're kind of the same guy, the, um, and also the Riddler. You know, he yeah. is. It's all the same. Well, Jim goofiness. Carrey, Jim Carrey himself is a very serious man, isn't he? You find that a lot of comedians and comic actors, they're really serious people. Yeah. Please ignore that. That was just someone outside being rude. Yeah. As though people on the street don't know we're doing a podcast up here. <laughs> Ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Um, but no, you're right. He's he's, he's serious in. Real life, yeah, off screen, but on screen he's he's wacky and goofy. Yeah, that's, I was just about to say goofy. Yeah, um, so yeah, so watching it back, obviously he's twenty years old. You see hints of other characters. Yeah, quite clearly, obviously. I mean, his movements are very Ace Ventura in a lot of ways. Yeah, like you know when he does the uh, the, well, I call it the Grinch walk, but it's the you know the Ace Ventura when he kind of sneaks. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. overly pronounced sneaking. Your point. Yeah, like the Backstreet Boys when they're doing the song, they're swinging their arms to the side. <laughs> the yeah, a little bit. Yeah, I never thought I'd be comparing uh, Jim Carrey's walk to the Backstreet Boys <laughs> dance. Well, but, technically, um, I did it, but all right then. Yeah, well, <laughs> never an, on a podcast. I think that'd be a compared to. I think uh, that's the first time that's ever happened. I don't know. Tweet us and let us know. There's that's. If that. you've ever heard of a podcast comparing Jim Carrey's walk to the Backstreet Boys dancing, <laughs> let us know. Yeah. If not, we'll uh, we'll happily take that as a first. Yeah. We've claimed it right now. <laughs> they stamped the flag in it. Yeah. Um, I tell you what, the Whoville didn't have a flag. I thought they would have had something like that. You know, the way the Whoville was, I'd, I'd assume it'd be the mayor's face. <laughs> yeah. He is very. Oh, everyone looks up to me. They have to do what I say. Yeah, yeah. I can. I, you see that a lot. I wanted to kick him. Um, <laughs> All right, so let's get into... How do you want to break it down? Because obviously we've got quite a few characters. We've got a lot of set. We've got a story. Um, and also, it's a book. Yes, which neither of us have actually read before. No. Um, now, I'm quite surprised that you haven't read it. Why? It's an American kindergartner's book. 
Which right. is nursery reception for us in England. Yeah, yeah. So the reason being, you, you, you read more than I do. That's a, that's a fact. We've known that on this podcast. Like, <laughs> you read more than I do, right? Yes. But I just thought because of, like, you, you had brothers and sisters. Uh, well, you have brothers and sisters. that, And like, your mum would, would kind of done all that reading and stuff before when you were younger, as you spoke about. Yeah. I'm really surprised that this one didn't ever get read to you. Like, I, I've i never read The Gruffalo. And people find that weird. I've never read The Gruffalo. Oh, well, there we go. See? So it's not just me. People that know me. Um, but it, it's it, it's just like Green Eggs and Ham. I've read that. Dr. Seuss. Yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. did. No, yeah, I'm trying to think if I've ever read it. I think I might have flicked through it as a kid or something. Yeah. But I've never, sat, I've never read this. Uh, no, the Grinch book. Never. I mean, I know, I know the Grinch obviously from watching it. Yeah. But the first time I ever got a glimpse of the Grinch, that's an odd sentence. Um, was in Home Alone two. You know when um, yeah, on the TV on the TV set when it was the cartoon version. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'd never. I'd never heard of the Grinch before. Oh, I'd, I'd heard of him. I'd seen like a few clips and things. You know, you see bits on TV of it, like on adverts and that. Yeah. But I've never actually sat down and watched it an episode. I've never watched it before this. Yeah. So I've never actually sat and watched one before. Have you? So when this film, so this film came out in two thousand, um, we either missed the twenty year anniversary, like day, yeah. exactly. But we're in that month. I think it may have come out in November, if I remember rightly. Um, but it was the year 2000, so it means it's 20 years old this year, which is mind-boggling. Did you see it at the cinema? I don't think so. So I remember, I think I remember, it's me and my mum and dad. Um, I remember going, and I, I, did we get in? No, I'm trying well, to... You were 10 years old. Yeah. I was 15, so it was unlikely I would that's, have gone to see true. a 15. Yeah. God, 15. <laughs> I don't want to be... Oh my God, 15... Well, there's a lot of stuff that... Do you know what? There's a lot of stuff in this that I missed. Yeah, and a few things I didn't notice until we watched it this time. Yeah. I was like, oh. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I can't just... believe I didn't see that. But then I guess it's... Oh, sorry, is it subliminal? Is that the right... Hidden? What? No, subli- sub- subliminal would be hidden behind... Uh, hidden below... Under, you know, view. Yeah. But this wasn't. This was just snuck into the background. Yeah, yeah. All right. So it's like Easter eggs of sort, isn't it? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, kind of like, not to go into a different film, but in Toy Story 2, when um, Jesse lets the dog out to go to the toilet at the end, Buzz Lightyear's wings pop out. Yeah, it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's like a... Innuendos hidden... and yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> so how many did you notice? Oh, I wasn't expecting to count them. Um... It was the party. Wow. Yep. Uh, Jim Carrey swearing. I never noticed that before. Yeah, he says bitching, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. The powder's bitching. Yeah, which confused me a little when he says powder. I'm not sure what he's insinuating. Uh, the uh, snowballers call freshly lame snow powder. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, th- I thought it was like a different substance. <laughs> You're referring to something of the more um, illegal recreational yeah. variety. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm glad it wasn't that. I never knew it was called powder. Um, yeah, it's fresh powder. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Um, but yeah, there's that one. And I'm not sure if you noticed, when one of the Who's came down, and he goes, he looks just like your boss. Yeah, I know. I thought that was... <laughs> <laughs> so we know there's infidelity going on. Yeah. Right, so... And I've got... Sorry, I've got to bring this up. Yeah, go on. Do they not have relations Who's then? Um, Cause, or they, do they do it and suddenly a baby pops a p- appears in the air with a... I don't know. But it's never really discussed, like, no, in, in the film. 
Well, no, there's no sex education lesson on the Who's. No. Um, I, I, I really don't know. Uh, do they, maybe do they... Because I was going to say they apply, but... Why would it look like the boss? If it was, yeah. yeah it, it, there's it, a whole thing there. I don't know. Um, but that makes... They must have been made somewhere. Like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? They must come from somewhere. Well, this is why we think... Well, me and you seem to both agree that the Grinch was supposed to be in another... Well, okay. The Who's entire universe, their entire existence, is inside a single snowflake. Yeah. inside in, Actually, it's inside one tiny part of a single snowflake. Yeah. And I, we both agree, don't we? We think the, snow, the Grinch's baby carrier? Yeah. Baby parachute thing switched from another area in the crystal mm-hmm. or another snowflake entirely and landed there by accident. Yeah. Which, um, which implies there's a Who living in a Grinch town. Well, maybe there might not be. It could just be the Grinch accidentally went in there. It doesn't mean that they. I mean, for both of them to switch would be. That's true enough. Those two ladies he landed with weren't expecting to have a child. No, um, you know. So it it could be. I mean, maybe they switched. I don't know. But it's interesting to he, know that there there should be somewhere else a world full of Grinches. Yeah. Um, see, might he, well. He's a nice enough person at the end. Yeah. But uh, yeah. As you said, all the way through, he's a bit, not evil, but mal- a bit of a malcontent. Yeah, it's menacing. Okay, yeah, menacing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but a lot of that was from the bullying he, he endured as a child. Yeah, I mean, let's, let's go back to, like, he as a child, um, he's instantly giggling and laughing when, when it's swinging out of control. Yeah. So he enjoys it. Um, and then he eats the plate of Santa Claus' face off the plate, which I always thought was a cookie, by the way. No, yeah, it's just the plate. They, it's the plate they hand it to him. Yeah, and I, apparently Santa was his first word as well. Yeah, which, which is quite poetic in itself. That like he hates Christmas, but his first word Santa. It's Santa, bye bye. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, we'll forget that. after after he's eating Santa's face. He goes Santa, bye bye. It's quite a good impression. Thank you. <laughs> um. So yeah, so he's, so he's a bit menacing as a child. Then he goes to school and gets bullied. Well, as they said, he's an eight-year-old with a beard. Yeah. Um, oh, that little, the, the kid that grows up to be the mayor is the main bully. Yeah. I really don't like him. And then, obviously, he shaves. Uh, so they, they, I like the bit when they, they have to make a present for someone. Yeah. And he actually gets into the Christmas spirit of making a present. And it looks really good. It's really it's a metallic angel with yeah. jewels on the wings. So it looks really impressive. I was saying I'd like on my tree. Yeah. Yeah, it would be good. Um, I mean, I can't make one. I'll, I'll have a look and see if I can get you a replica for next year. <laughs> um, well, if, now I know what my Christmas present is. Wonderful. Oh, that would just be an extra thing for the tree. <laughs> just, we'll just sneak in and plop it on. <laughs> I'll come back with you dressed in the Grinch outfit. <laughs> that would be a good video. Um, yeah, and then they take the mickey out of him because he's got a bag on his head because he's shaved. Yeah. Uh, I do like that scene where he takes the bag off and then there's a book there. Yeah. And then when she says, move the book, his foot's there. <laughs> it, I expected one more thing. Yeah, like he had a, a mask or something. Or... Yeah. Um, but then we find out he had a shave. And what annoys me, no one would have noticed he shaved if he didn't put the the little tissue no, squares. When you, get, when you get to school, quickly pop to the bathroom and check like, any blood. Get a bit of tissue, wipe yourself off, and it would have coagulated. Yeah. It would have locked down. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, we shave... Right. Yeah. I sh- well. <laughs> yes. You, yeah. You know what I mean. I leave it a longer time between things, but yes, I shave. Right. I shave regularly for work. Yeah. So I have to be clean shaved, which is fine. When you cut yourself, shaving, do you ever put a bit of tissue paper on? I did as a kid. When because I 
had to teach myself how to shave, yeah. which was a fun experience since I actually split my lip open at one point with a shaver. Oh, wow. Yeah. I've done that. Blood, yeah. Oh, terrifying for a kid, young man. But yeah, I did, did that for a while, and then my sister took the mickey, mm. so I stopped doing it. See, so it, it, so if you, the minute you put that on your face, like the white squares... You, you look and you think, oh. So I never did that. I was never taught that uh, at all. I was all. never taught. I think, I think I saw it on TV at one point. Do you know what? The first, thing, first thought I think of when it's on about the white squares is The Simpsons when Homer teaches Bart to shave. <laughs> There's one there and there. Don't worry, the blood will hold it right on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly that, yeah. <laughs> and then he puts the, uh, the aftershave on and then screams, doesn't he? <laughs> then he turns around... <laughs> Yeah, his yeah. beard's back. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was the very first time that I remember, like, the white the, squares. Yeah, yeah, the white squares. Um, so if he had just taken them off, do you think he still would have been bullied? Because he didn't look any different. He looked very different. I, it was a, it was a Grinch. That, 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 well, I yeah, but I don't think that was the first time he'd ever been bullied in the class. No, I think he'd been bullied. I think he'd been bullied quite a bit beforehand. Yeah, yeah, because that was he was all, he did seem to be withdrawn. A lot, yeah. I mean, Frank, imagine if you're the only person, say, with, um, well, dark hair, and mm-hmm. everyone around you has got blonde hair or something. You're immediately outcasted. You're immediately different. Yeah, I guess so, because you stand out more than everyone else. Yeah, and that's isolating. Yeah. Um, and in saying that, the teacher didn't help the scenario. Like, she helped throughout it, and then the minute he said it was a bad shape or something like that. Yeah, everyone started laughing. A decent teacher would have said, all right, that's enough. Yeah, get get in your seats now. Maybe pulled Grinch aside afterwards and asked if he needed any help or something. Be mm-hmm. a be a caring teacher, not a simple mindless drone of another who. Yeah, that yeah. I mean, that was quite unfair. Uh, but then, so he decides to break the present and then um, throw the tree. Yeah, screaming that he hates Christmas and then runs up the hill. And no one bothers to go after an eight-year-old boy who's decided to run into the mountains. No. Which is I'm agreeing with the Grinch more and more. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, there was a there was a meme that I see. Is that the older I get, the more I, um, I <laughs> sympathise with the yeah. Grinch. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so yeah, so that's basically the backstory of the Grinch. Did yeah. you like the way they showed that story? Yeah, I did. Showing that he's even though he's the bad guy, he's not the villain. Yeah, it's still the mayor who's the villain. Yeah, and he. I think another reason he bullied the Grinch is because he liked. What's the name? Uh, is it Mindy? Mary? No, not Mary. Mary Lou was the other one. Cindy? No. Uh, Cindy Lou Who is the little girl. I don't. I don't know. There was there was too many Who Lou. Food to do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have Mindy then. I know it's probably not a name, but yeah, no, no. Mindy. Yeah, he fancied Mindy. Yeah. And Mindy was making eyes at the Grinch. Yeah. And the Grinch. Do you when he was sitting there. The Grinch finally realised that someone was looking at him in a nice way. Yeah, he smiled back. Yeah, and, and yeah. that's when. That's when it all went kaput. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we've, we've got the backstory. Yep. Um, I enjoyed that. It's a different take on how you would normally it would be a voiceover. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's a different take on the villain origin story. Yeah, like he's not the villain, but he's acting like the villain because of the way he was treated. Uh, did you like the narration throughout the film? <laughs> yeah, because the the Grinch is aware of it. Yeah, he can hear it going on around him the entire time, and only mentions it once. Yeah, so, yeah, because it makes me laugh that he's irritated by all the singing, right? That they can hear in Whoville. He's never irritated by the narrator. The only time he irritates him is when he's talking too loud, so he tells him to do it quietly. A little more stealth, please, or a little more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, A little more stealth, please. And the narrator actually 
starts whispering it instead. Yeah, which but after coming out of the house, he goes back to normal. Yeah. Um, I wonder why he never told the narrator off. Maybe that's like, who's God? Every time, cause, <laughs> it well, could be because if he can hear it, then everyone else can hear it, and he's been narrating over everyone else's lives as well. Yeah. Do you think all the other who's can hear it though? Yeah. Do you think? I mean, that'd be scary. <laughs> you walk out your house and then Rod turned left and you turned right no I said left and turned around and walk yeah. off it reminds me of um, do you remember George in the Jungle when uh, he goes and you throw your head back and laugh and he goes ha, 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 ha. do you remember that no like, oh, I'll show you it oh, you know when you get that laughs in French yeah, it's just it's them stupid bits like that narrating um, yeah so this narrating was great um, it kind of and I also liked that how the narrator told part of the story and then other people would finish what he was saying. Yeah. It was a lot more with the Grinch. So the narrator would start something, and the Grinch would finish off that sentence. It's very cool. Very I love the way they did that though, yeah. Yeah, it was it was very it was scripted very well for that. Um I was gonna say how much you think of the book is like narrated. Unfortunately we haven't read it. No. Um, that's not saying I know, unfortunately. Yeah. But I reckon a lot quite a lot of that was taken directly from the book. It must be, right? Yeah. Yeah, be, I mean, it'd be silly if it wasn't. Is Dr. Sue still alive? I don't know, sir. Hopefully we don't get feedback and I'll... No, Dr. Seuss died the 24th of September in 1991. Wow. So when was the... The Grinch Who Stole Christmas, 1957, that book came out. Wow. That is a really long time. Yeah. Though there could be people listening now that was the teenage years. So I'm that sorry about be. that, but I'm only 35. Yeah. Are you sure? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I checked my calendar for next oh, okay. year. So, yeah, don't <laughs> next 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 November twelfth. Ah, oh, yes. Yeah, 36. there it is. Um, yeah. All right. So I already said in the last episode that I need to read the um, the book for Deck the Halls. Right. Right. So I reckon your challenge for next Christmas, so we can talk about it at a later date, is you need to read the you need to read the Grinch Who Stole Christmas to see uh. our comparison. <laughs> Well, I do have the DVD now. I can always do a quick comparison of them. Yeah, exactly. It shouldn't take you that long. And I mean, most of it's poetry. It's just like silly rhyming words. Yeah. Um, did you pick up on any words that weren't English, in quote, if you know what I mean, that were made for this, the film? A uh, good few of them. The song at the end had loads of them, didn't it? Yeah, is that Bart? Flahurray, you know. Yeah, yeah. It was just gibberish, but to them that was... Something. I mean, the Book of Who almost seems a bit like they're... the Bible. Oh yeah, I was. Good. I didn't want to say that, but yeah, but pretty much because then he seems to have control of it, the mayor. Yeah, and he seems to decide what's in it or not. Yeah, yeah. Because when the Grinch was, when Cindy Lou Who tried to say the Grinch should be the one who leads the cheer, mm-hmm. and that put, during during that he was enjoying himself. He was happy to be around people again yeah. until the mayor mucked it up again. Yeah, yeah. But he, the mayor said, "Oh no, there's rules in the book. You can't be the Grinch." Mm-hmm. And people saying, well, the little girl saying, well, what what page is it on? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I've lost my place. I so like he... the uh, the back and forth between uh, Cindy and the male. And then as they're answering, the people, the people are going like, like tennis. tennis match, yeah. yeah. I do like that. That's always a, like a, it's cheap comedy. Yeah. You know, cheap visual comedy. It's strange that no one in the town thought to challenge the mayor's rule over them. Yeah. Um, right, so let's go back to the first time we meet the Grinch. Right. Uh, well, the f- let's say the first time that Grinch is in Whoville, because we kind of meet him and he's in his cave, just being Grinchy. Yeah. 
Um, what was your first impression of his look then? Before we get into Whoville, like, do you like the look? Well, yeah, I do. The costume's brilliant. But I've, yeah. I've seen an interview with him talking about the experience he had to go through that, and he said it was more like torture. Yeah. Was it like five hours, eight hours in the chair? Five to eight hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Which means, just, I mean, put that into perspective, right? Now, I think a lot of people, so us, we just said five to eight hours. So let's say, for example, they've got to be on set for, let's say, because of the time it takes. Yeah. They've got to be, they start filming at 11, right? That means... In order for them to get that makeup three o'clock done, in the morning. three o'clock in the morning, right? That's out of push to be ready for eleven. Yeah, they'd have to start at two or one, ready for ten, nine or ten, and there could be a four days filming after that. Yeah, yeah, oh. and then he's got to sleep again. So that's not just torture on sitting there, but that's physical, mental, that's draining. Yeah. So he went through a lot for this film, you know. Amazing. I couldn't do it. No, I, I, could. I, I couldn't be in a chair for five hours or even even less than that. Having simple make not even not simple but makeup done. Yeah, just think as well. Back then it was two year two thousand, so you couldn't play on a phone. No, do you know he had to just sit there. I mean, he could probably he probably could have read, but how much reading can you do for eight hours? And you have got people crowding around you, and it's like, am I right in thinking he said it was yak hair or something? Yeah, he did mention it was yak hair. That dyed yak hair. And he couldn't. I think he said he was smoking at that point, wasn't he? Yeah. He had to have like a Corella Deville kind of cigarette holder yeah because he couldn't hold it any closer because the yak here would go up yeah so you know like imagine that just that oh i couldn't be an actor <laughs> i couldn't i mean i could i could probably be an actor not in costume though I know, i'm used to remembering things so our lines would go out of my head <laughs> yeah and i think as well that i think they'd put a lot of pressure on him to not mess up because you imagine him to do a retake oh yeah like, you know, or even if they get everything, and you know, sometimes they go back to, they'll get everything done, they'll wrap it up, and think, oh, we need to reshoot a scene, so they'd have to then get him back again. So yeah, no, I it's feel too for much. him. That that is, that must be grueling, like, torturous. Um, so yeah, but the look itself, uh, I, I did enjoy. Do you think he looked? Because a lot of people say Jim Carrey's got a rubber face. Like I hear that every He's time. Gonna, I think I'm, I'd call it more of an adaptive face. Yeah. Do you think he was more adaptive in this, or because there was prosthetics on him, it was harder for him to emote? Give the, yeah, give those sort of expressions. Mm. He didn't. His face didn't animate as much as it does in other characters. Yeah, but the he, he could still emote through the makeup. He did really well with that. Yeah, so I feel it was more his body language this time. Like normally, when someone speaks, their eyebrows and stuff go up, and yeah. that kind of sets the story and. Do you know what I mean? Like, for some reason, if someone puts their eyebrows up, they're, like, they're shocked. Do you know what I mean? It's just, it's crazy how that, that <laughs> resonates with that. Yeah. But with this, he, he had to be more over the top and dramatic and be more gestury. What about his smile? When he did the Grinch smile and his smile actually came up halfway up his face. It, it reminded me of, like, a Joker smile. Yeah, but do you think there's, like, a prosthetic, like, he had wire there that pulled it up as he smiled? I think they had it so if he smiled, like, the rest of his cheek, so it was set so the rest of his cheek would go up as well. That's a lot. That's really heavy on your face, then. Yeah. So imagine. Yeah. Because I've got that little mask thing, and I put it on. It feels like it's pushing part of the cheek down. Yeah, yeah. And that's just having on for five, ten minutes, eight hours of it. Eight hours, yeah. Plus shooting. Yep. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I don't know how long the prosthetics, like on the face, actually took. Obviously, they would have whittled it down. The quicker, the more they'd done it. Obviously, the quicker it, they, yeah. they got it, and the faster they got. I mean, I would assume he was in a bodysuit. That yeah, 
I'm really hoping it was a bodysuit. Can you imagine full body makeup like that? Oh, yeah, that would be. Oh, that would be. Um, that no. would be draining. As That'd well, be a no. It? I'm sorry. There's no, no physical way I can do it. Yeah, glue it to a bodysuit, and I'll step into it fine. Did you like the fact that he was plump as well? <laughs> by the way, I know that sounds odd, but well, no, he lived. In, he lived right next to a garbage chute. The only thing he had to eat, literally, as we saw, was people's rubbish. Yeah, because I mean, one of the first things we see him in is eating a raw onion. Yeah, yummy. Not that I have an issue with raw onion. But I just I I've, well, I know, exactly I know it sounds a healthy bizarre, thing. but if someone gave me I have onion like we have a subway like oh, subway yeah. um like I'll have like red or red onion or whatever uh, if I'm at McDonald's I'll have quarter onion kind of thing and it's just normal onion just cut up yeah I would never go to an onion and just take a chunk out of it like I know that sounds odd I'd, I'd find it so bizarre well he was treating it more like an apple wasn't he yeah but then he rubbed it under its armpits and threw it behind him yeah so which why it makes me think is he's not going to eat that again is he. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I'm just going to go my, my own sanity. I'm going to say no. But then, I mean, we find out that he eats glass somehow. Yeah, and then he he, he gets a bit stuck in his tooth, so he moves it. Like... <laughs> and he has termites in his smile, apparently. Yeah, and they disappear. Um, all right. So talking about the termites and the little bits and pieces, 2000 CGI wasn't at its peak. It no. was um, that was it was around about the time when we had a really bad. Like run with. Do you remember when the uh, the rock was the Scorpion King? Yeah, and it looked disgraceful. <laughs> what do you think of the CGI for this? Because it was it was there it was there a bit. Yeah, the first thing I mentioned to you was the like, the little character running across the screen holding a candy cane, which I'd never noticed. <laughs> and I said that doesn't he's not running like a child actor holding a candy cane running. He's running yeah. like a small uh, a small human, fully formed you know basic human. Yeah, yeah. And that was just too. CGI for me and then we mentioned we saw the one inside the tuba yeah which looked better like for me it looked better I don't know about yourself <laughs> I think it looked okay it, just, it looked better than the kid running on the yeah, street yeah, yeah. Um, but yes I do think it wasn't as bad as it could have been we both know it could be so much worse to CGI yeah so they didn't do too badly with it in this movie no so no no, no you're right um, the CGI is, is better than it could have been yeah um, alright so there's a few scenes Actually, actually, before we do that, what do you think as a set? Because that, to me, looked hand-built rather than CGI. Oh, that was definitely hand-built. Yeah. I mean, you, in, well, later on you see the one of the beds of the people go flying through. Yeah, the yeah. The wall. It's just really impressive. The whole... Because you really approve of built sets rather than CGI sets. Like, so this is, this is my thing. If you're doing something, let's say, like this or Labyrinth or something like that, right? Yeah. That I feel working with something that you can see, I understand it takes more time, right? But I would rather act with something that I can physically see and touch and feel and, you know, it it blows my mind well, rather than a, a screen that's green and I've just got to act against it. Well, yeah, it's like um, someone might... Unless, right, I'm going to flick to Star Wars here where the stormtrooper bumped his head. Yeah. It's a real interaction with the surroundings like someone might walk past and put their hand on the wall to steady themselves yeah when CGI you, you have to be so careful not to touch anything well yeah it makes it seem less real than when you're trying to touch something yeah I, I mean the, a prime example of why something is important being something built is more important than CGI right now I get with CGI you can you can just put a, I mean it, just in this room now we could put a green screen there 
that we were filming from behind us, right? And we could put us in the Alps or yeah. something like that. Or we could make the room look bigger and make it look like we've got an audience and stuff like that, right? We could do that. However, in the Goonies, if you remember, remember that film? <laughs> yeah. The first time they saw the boat, so they do a scene where they come down the uh, the slide and they fall into the water, right? They're all underneath. Yeah. They pop up and see the boat. Now, they do that in two scenes, right? So the first bit is they coming down the slide and then they hit the water. Yeah. Next one is they come Next up one they come see. up and see the boat. Do you know when they all come up from the water, they were facing away from camera? And they'd done that on deliberately, deliberately on purpose. So the minute they turned round, that reaction is organic. So it's the first time they actually the, the saw the boat. The very first time they ever see the boat. Because imagine seeing a pirate ship for the first time. It's like, wow. Every yeah. face, you can't program the way your face is going to look at it. Which is exactly the same thing with a proper set. Yeah. The minute you walk in, like when we watched Hook, um, you know, uh, even this. The, the first time I watch it, I'm believing it's there. Like I'm not seeing it computerised, you, know, you know. That's the first thing you end up looking for is like, okay, are they interacting with the environment or are they just... Are they interacting with the environment or are they just in the environment? Yeah. And to me, if you if you walk around, you get a gist of the envi- what's beyond yeah. you anyway. You know, so for me, having sets that are built and... And I've got to say, it probably makes it easier on the actors. They don't have to suspend their belief about there being something there if they can actually see what's there. Well, yeah, again, that, that's this thing where I feel like if you're... To be a good actor, you can react to anything, right? You can act with everything on yeah. anything. But if stuff's there... Let's say you're playing, you're in character as the Grinch, and there's a green screen behind you or something like that, right? You're now having to act as the Grinch, acting against something. Yeah. And you've got to be in character, acting as something while acting it. But if it's there, you're, you're, that half of that is taken away from you yeah, because. Yeah, it takes a lot of levels off of it. Yeah, it's so easier. you're just the Grinch acting against something that's there. You're not having yeah. to suspend your belief and and all that I agree with you you know so yeah so for this it's it's perfect you know it looks crooked to me it looks very Tim Burton-y yeah but almost like a, a lighter version of Nightmare Before Christmas the way the buildings are yeah very it's it's got I don't know why but it's got like an old like 90s feel you know Santa's Village kind of feel to it yeah candy canes everywhere happy little elven like creatures yeah very, very much so. Um, did you like the way it was built? Do you think it was too crookedy or anything like that? Is there anything? I can honestly say I didn't give much thought about how the houses, if I like the look of the house or not, because to me they're, they're part of the scenery. You see them there, okay, you carried it on. They didn't look, didn't look all that crookedy. I didn't mind it. Yeah, I think more in the town it was more crooked because it was kind of a step to go up something, to go up to like something else. Um, the post office scene I really liked <laughs> I like that um, as, as you said this the first time we see the Grinch in the town he's wearing no one seems to be bothered the fact there's a man wearing a mask and a large sack no large cloak and sack and that yeah um, so they're very accepting people of until you see until they see what you look like apparently yeah, yeah. I, know, I, I felt like we laughed a lot during this you know silly things like um, he's got the saw behind his back and he gives it to the, uh, the little who's <laughs> and he's sending them to run faster with it yeah I did, well we both laughed yeah, at that yeah um, and then he scares. Uh, oh, I like when he when he goes into the post office, and he said they're getting the wrong mail. Then it flips back to what he's doing, and he's the reason they've got the wrong mail. Like there's a reason. <laughs> it would take them it. years to fix this. Yeah, yeah. jury duty, jury duty, jury duty. <laughs> Was it a pink slip, blackmail letter, jury duty? Yeah, he, more jury duty letters than anything else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think he's very good aim though. 
He's he flicking is. them. They're going right in the post boxes. Yeah. Um, and then obviously that's the first time we meet uh, Cindy meets the Grinch. Yep. What do you think of their first meet? I think he actually saved her because at one point she falls in the machine, and he's just. I think that's the first time he's ever ever since been up the mountain because you know he makes him like his dogs pushed pushing him into it. Oh, heart, bleeding hearts of the world unite. But he reaches in, grabs her. But the problem is when she says, thank you for saving me, he has to reinforce himself as the, the antagonist. <laughs> oh, what? is that what you thought I was doing? Yeah. No, I saw you were improperly wrapped. And he literally wraps her up. And you were laughing at the fact that, could I borrow your finger for a moment? It's just, it's so stupid. Like he's wrapping her up and he needs her finger to wrap, to her wrap up. the bow. Yeah. You know, it just, oh, it's, it's just so stupid. And I like that part of like, the stupidity of it. Um, and then he leaves. And then the dad comes in and he's happy that she's been practising her rapping. Not, not even questioning why she was... How she wrapped herself up. Yep. Dad, you're never going to believe this. Oh, you've been practising your rapping. I'm so proud. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, so later on, obviously, we we get the, the bit where Cindy Lou goes up to the mountain to um, invite the Grinch to... Yep. Is, is it Hoobalations? Yeah. It's about celebrations. They just say hoob. Yeah. Hoobalations, celebrations, same yeah, thing, really. Pretty much. You've uh, got the uh, festival master in a way. I, I can't remember. What do they call it? The What do they call the character, the position? I, I don't know. I, I I was trying to think. I was going to say master of ceremonies, but that's the person that inducts it all. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Basically, they get crowned yeah. festive King. King, yeah, yeah, of sort. And they have to taste the pies, they have to taste the fudge, they have to take part in the races and everything. And he was... He was happy. Yeah, well... <laughs> well, at first he wasn't, and then... The... But when after, sorry, I'm going to jump back a little. Yeah, go on. When after Cindy Lou, who's been... Sh- uh, basically, a uh, thing's been taken from her, and she's been shoved down the garbage post back to the town. Yeah. The garbage chute, the back yeah. to the town. Which there seems to be one single tunnel in the entire town for your rubbish. Yeah. And Weird. Also, another thing that I never men- never noticed before was dump it to crump it. <laughs> I never ever since I've since I've watched that that I've realised it was said dump it to crump it, um, which is a really nice little like it's a play off of well it's a rhyme just to get rid of it. Yeah, um, but go on, carry on. Yeah, uh, yeah. After she's been pushed down back down the thing, you were surprised you could actually go up the tube, but we'll go into that in <laughs> physics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby's falling from the sky with parachutes, basically. Oh, yeah, yeah. Physics has to be left <laughs> yeah, alone. Suspend a belief. All right, cool. Yeah. <laughs> but he's talking about um, his day. Yeah. He's got his journal. He's 4 a.m. Uh, four, just says four. Like four, staring to the abyss. Five. Um, Was well, it self-loathing? Yeah. And he goes, dinner with myself. I can't cancel that again. And it's, it's just very funny. <laughs> But yeah, he eventually decided he steals the. What would I wear? <laughs> you found it funny. He, he took the, <laughs> the chair to the table. He goes and rips the tablecloth off the table, leaving no. I think I wouldn't be surprised if that part was improvised. I mean, the way it looked, I don't know. It probably could have been. It probably wasn't, but it's Jim Carrey. I, yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I would like to think it was. <laughs> That'd be really. But cool. that, I mean, the, the average the. the percentage of him being able to whip that off yeah. that good and have everything still standing is high but then the Grinch comes back pushes the table over <laughs> and then walks off you really love that yeah I do like that and then he's wearing his head it's not like the dog barks it's not a skirt it's a kilt you sicko takes it off he's wearing a garter belt on his upper yeah. thigh as well <laughs> which is white and red 
I, I don't know if that's a significant uh, significance to Whoville, but there's a lot of white and red. I mean, I know it's Christmas. Yeah, but... they're Christmas colours. Well, white, red, and green. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so he does that. Yeah. Then he he picks the lo- the he is the yodeler. <laughs> You see this? It's like the old, the old comedy. You see a stick come out, grabs yeah. him, and pulls him back. And we never know what happens to that Yoda. No, he's that. left. Well, we took his clothes, so he's hodling on a mountain, wrapped in a kilt. Yeah, I think I'm like, quote marks in the um, end. But I, yeah, then then we get to my favourite scene when he's, he comes out. And he goes ooh, <laughs> oh. ooh, and he bends over. He bends forward, and he's like, I've got his hand on his hip, going yeah. ooh, <laughs> and he goes, that's it. I'm not going. <laughs> and that, it's my favourite bit. But then he's. Because yes, no, yes, no. So part of him wants to be part of the celebration. I think he's, he's battling with himself. Yeah, that's just yeah, yes, yeah, that's definitely what it is. Um, yeah, like I think what part? So I think it's his brain wants to go, but his heart doesn't want to go. No, because he's quite proud of the fact he's lost a size and a half of his heart. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So he shrunk it even more. Um, and then Max basically pulls a chain on him and <laughs> sends him down anyway. Yeah, <laughs> like that. The dog was a good actor. Yeah, yeah. Um, I always say, don't work. Was it they say children and animals? Do not work with children and animals. Yeah, especially on a live TV. Yes, you know animals um, are prone to do well, do what they want. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you can't really control what a child's going to say. No, but the way this was a very trained dog. You know, um, I don't know how they done what they done, but the dog was dancing on its hind legs. <laughs> you know, carrying things, pulling bits and pieces, and it was. I think I was quite impressed with the role of Max. (laughs) So I'm jumping right forward here, but when he's, uh, after Scritch has made his suit, he's talking to Max about his role, and Max knocks the nose off him. You reject your own nose, because it represents the over-commercialisation of Christmas. Brilliant! Cut that jack! (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, that is is stupid, but... um... Yeah, so he, he finally goes down and he's fed so much. I love that he doesn't like the chair of Chia. He tries to get out of it a yeah. couple of times. And uh, yeah, they put um, what are they? They put a jumper on him and he goes, don't touch me there. <laughs> and, uh, where do they touch him? <laughs> <laughs> well, anywhere, because he doesn't like to be touched. Yeah, does he, true. Um, but then they give him the jumper and then he gets on the chair of Chia and he's miserable. Yeah, and then the next I've got scene, a lawyer. Yeah. You'll be hell to pay. <laughs> yeah, and then the next scene is he's being fed. What is it? Mince pies. Yeah, I think it's pies. Then it's puddings or something. It's he, he gets fed like two or three, and he's like jelly. But then he's like, he's he refuses to take the red one. So they squeeze his nose <laughs> uh, and his mouth opens. They're not giving him enough time to. He's supposed to be judging what this stuff tastes like, and they're just yeah, they're just. <laughs> At one point, he's trying to avoid everything, and he's got yeah. it running down his face. He's broken. <laughs> <laughs> then he wins the race, and he's happy again. Well, you forgot the fudge. Oh he's yeah, yeah. Is yeah. the best you could give, 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 give me all you got, and everyone's yeah. trying to shove the fudge in now. <laughs> yeah, he, well, he knocks the child over for the race, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as he's being, as he's got his medal, he's being carried back. I'm better than you. <laughs> or I beat you, or something like that. Yeah. I reckon that was ad libbed. That that bit had to be ad libbed. I think the little bits where. The Grinch is just screaming at people. I think it's just... I reckon they would have said to Jim Carrey, like... When you see Jim Carrey... You can see Jim Carrey himself shining through in some of those moments. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you can kind of see him and all of his characters kind of just... Yeah. There, they're on the surface. <laughs> you know, it, it's just crazy. Um, yeah, and then we get the, the scene that kind of ruins the film. 
but it ruins that moment oh. with um, him getting the uh, the hair clippers. The mayor did that deliberately to yeah, punt yeah. to to humiliate him. A Christmas haircut, and he turns around and zaps it right across the the, he- the middle of the mayor's head, chopping mm. off a load of his hair. Yeah, because that's when he does the. Uh, he tells everyone what why Christmas is awful. Yeah, which is right. Yeah, because he's just said it's all about presents. The avarice never stops, and it burns the tree down. Yeah, which burns very way quickly. too quickly. <laughs> they they have never watered that tree. <laughs> they can't have done that. Did you realise the fire took the path of the tinsel? Oh no, I didn't. Yeah. I, I just see it go up, and I was like, well, that tree's demolished. Well, they saved a couple of the main ornament on top. Yeah, yeah, the star, which it, I find really bizarre how electricity works in that place. Because when the tree, when a star goes up on the tree the first time, right? Yeah. It just presses a button and it lights up. But then when the Grinch steals the, like, takes the light out, it just turns one bulb. And everything Everything goes, goes out. Which is like a typical Christmas tree. Do you remember back in the day where you put lights up? There'd be one bulb. One. And then you'd have to fiddle around to figure it out. And, uh Because you'd end up having to replace the bulbs. Nowadays you don't have to do that. But back then you'd, you'd have like a box would come with like 25 extra little bulbs in case yeah. one broke. But once they're all used up, you wouldn't be able to get any more. No, no. So that was useless. Um, yeah. yeah but where I, do they get their electricity from? I have no idea. I mean, they're in a particle of a snowflake. Their entire universe fades the moment it hits the floor. But but does it? Or is it because it's that magic it just forever floats wherever it is? I think there's a time dilation field in effect. Time inside is sped up massively compared to the outside. Yeah. It, but it, it's got to be something like that. It, Christmas magic. Yeah. Well, we Let's just leave it. There we go. If we start digging to the physics <laughs> of this place, we'd never get anything else done. <laughs> That's very true. Um so yeah, the Grinch uh, dresses up as Father Christmas, as you said, um, makes Max Rudolph, and then Max whacks his own nose off. Yeah. Um, I'm thrilled about that. <laughs> Very. But this is the Grinch's plan to steal Christmas from everyone. Yeah, so he wants to ruin it. So he, he <laughs> You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Which I love, by the way. And I like the fact that Jim Carrey sings along to the song <laughs> while he's building the uh, the fake sleigh. Well, he jumps in and out of the song, doesn't he? Do you like the, uh, do you like the sleigh? I think it's, it's like a... You said like steampunk. Steampunk kind of angry sleigh, yeah. Yeah. Because did you look, did you see the front? It was almost like they were metal reindeer. The, like the upper half of the reindeer. Yeah, and his uh, license plate spelt mean one. <laughs> I like that. That was really good. Um, I don't, do you know what? At one point I was saying, I can't remember what I was saying it to, but it reminded me, I want to collect, I want to get a wall full of movie car license plates. <laughs> like so, Ecto-1. Yeah, a mean one and like um, out of time from Back to the Future. <laughs> That that'd be so cool. <laughs> I have to start looking out for him. Starbug one. <laughs> you imagine Red Wolf had one. It'd be the size of the house. Well, they, had, <laughs> they had car bug, didn't they? When I went back to Earth, I've never seen it. Ever. Oh, okay, yeah. I've seen yeah. up to season eight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, you'd have to have a mess. I'd have to paint it on the wall. <laughs> Your wife would have would take issues yeah, with yeah, that. Yeah, she wouldn't be impressed. Um, you have to get a man cave or something. If you ever get a house with a basement, that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. You just leave me down there. <laughs> well, you can have everything set up down there. and Yeah. That's what I would. Well, my, I say I, I would, but I've got my, my own room yeah. and everything, so I use that. Your own sanctum. Is it sanctum? My sanctum sanctorum, yes. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, he obviously, he has the, the steampunk sleigh. Yeah. Um, and then he's keeping an eye to see if Father Christmas has been. And 
I don't know why it made me laugh as much as it did. But he went, fat boy's gone. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't notice you were laughing quite a bit at that. Just, it's just so miserable. And I like the fact that he just doesn't care. No. You know, he's like, fat boy's gone. You know? <laughs> the fact that Santa Claus actually exists in that universe. Yeah, I mean, that that's kind of odd, isn't it? It's how Santa does exist for them. Um but they and still go mad buying presents for everyone. For everyone. Yeah, but I think it's one of those things where everyone gets gifts for everyone else, but then everyone gets a gift from Santa, you know? Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, I'd like to think that anyway, um, as how it seems. But then all Who's were, when they woke up, it was like, Santa's here, go back to sleep. Yeah, like in that child would do. Yeah, yeah. Um, except for Cindy Lou, who goes downstairs for a cup a of water. Yes. Um, and then a Grinch dresses up as, well, he kind of hides behind a tree and acts like Father Christmas. And even when he bur- bursts through, shows what Christmas is all about, and he bursts through and says, Vengeance. Yeah. Shouldn't she have recognised his face as clearly being not who? I don't know. I mean, I, you would have thought because she knew what he looked like. Yeah. But I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Um, well, she was just come down from bed, so maybe she was just... Tired. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he changes his mind to, to presents. And she goes, um, oh, I was afraid of that. Yeah, yeah. Which, I guess, a part of, I think, a, a part of Cindy's story is she sympathises with the Grinch a lot more than everyone else. Everyone else. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, I wonder why that is. Because he has nothing and she's a very kind-hearted soul. Yeah. And he's just alone and she feels great sympathy for him. Mm-hmm. And she thinks... She still thinks he saved her at the post box, the post office. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Which technically he did. I mean, he was only mean to her afterwards because she said, Thank thanks you. for saving yeah, me. Yeah, I guess so. Um, but yeah, and then we get a really heartfelt moment where um, Cindy says, don't forget the Grinch for Christmas. Yeah. Um, you think he's sweet? Because mm-hmm. after she says, oh, he's because he's sweet. I think he's sweet. He, he goes, you think he's sweet? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he... Um, he kind of, it takes him back. Like he, he kind of gets all giddy about it. The fact that someone's nice, nice to him, you know, um, which is a real disappointment because it's not, not. I'm not disappointed. I mean, it's a disappointment for him because it's all his life, mm-hmm. all he's known is just people being mean, beggars. Yeah, 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 horrible to him. So I think, as you said, this for him, it's disappointing that he's tried to put on his act for so long. It's become who he is. Yeah, and now someone likes him. I don't think he understands. And how it's hard to feel. No. Uh, well, clearly he doesn't, because after he's stolen everything, he heads back up the mountain. And he feels guilty. Well, this, yeah, everyone started singing, and he realises that Christmas is more than just... Presents. Yeah. Yeah, it's the... Uh, what did he... What was the exact... I don't know what the word in it was. It wasn't about the presents. It was... It was it the people? Yeah, they came without parcels, boxes, or back packages. Yeah, he did the whole speech, doesn't Yeah, he? yeah. But um, he, he realised something he'd never remembered before. Maybe Christmas doesn't come from a store. That's right, yeah. Um, see, this is why I need you for book stuff, because <laughs> I would forget that. I don't know how I remember this half. I don't remember what I was doing two days ago, and somehow I remember in movies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, so there we go. So there might be hope for you yet as an actor. <laughs> you could be the narrator, just in case you forget it. You got the lines there. I could follow Morgan Freeman's footsteps and just be the narrator. It's Morgan Freeman, isn't it? Yeah, Morgan yeah. Freeman's quite a good... Uh, <laughs> Him, Stephen Fry, they're all good narrators. Just be sitting in a booth somewhere and I've got it in front of me. Oh, I mean, we've got the equipment. It's not like we couldn't <laughs> do it ourselves. 
<laughs> we'll have to write a book a story of our own and we can narrate it. Yeah, yeah, that'd be... Yeah, if you want to do that, send us some ideas and then we'll come up with something <laughs> on the Twitter. Um, yeah, yeah, I'd be willing to do that. That would be uh, interesting. That would be quite interesting. And you'd have to listen back to your own self, though. Oh, I really don't like the sound of my own voice. So I don't think, the thing is, a lot of people say they don't like that, but I think it's, if you get used to it, it, it's to you, it's just normal. I mean, you hear it anyway. So you've, you've never noticed any difference when you're hearing your own voice to when you hear it in recording? No. Because I sound completely different in my ears. Well, for like 41 episodes, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the one that listens back. So to me, it, it's, you know, obviously I have to listen to it back and then cut out bits that need editing, take out the, the blank moments and the dead silence and stuff. So for me, I, I, I'm used to it now. Well, the over-the-top laughter that lasts over 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, that's, the laughter has been cut down a fair amount. Uh, <laughs> Um, <laughs> that laughing fit we had, we just could not stop. Yeah, there, there's been a few of those. Uh, scary movie, uh, Die Hard, Harry Potter. <laughs> there's, there's been quite a few. Yeah. So, uh, you know, most recent one was Die Hard with a battered bullet hole. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, was, that was something. I'd, that was, I've noticed as well, that happens more when it's a later recording. Yeah, because we're tired. We're yeah. <laughs> Our self-control is less. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was I saying? Yeah, so he he finally realises where, like, his heart grows again. You can actually see it beating out through his clothing. Which I like. Which is terrifying. Yeah. That's, do you know what? That's the second time a Jim Carrey character heart beats outside of his Mask. chest. That's, it's crazy, isn't it? How, like, there's similarities. Yeah, but in this one, his heart didn't shoot out well no he wasn't looking at Cameron Diaz but it, it still beated it was still beating out of his chest yeah still beat quite visibly yeah. outside of his clothing yeah uh, again which I feel is very cartoony yeah but the how else would you show that it grew three sizes that day I, I, I don't I don't know I mean that's that's the perfect way to do it but a lot of this stuff reminds me of very you know it was it's, imagine it was one of those it was a book first then went to a cartoon and then kind of filmed. Kind of how the Adam West Batman was. The cheesiness of it, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it kind of reminds me of that sort of style. Then obviously, Cindy Lou's on top of the uh, the big Christmas sack. Well, yeah, he was trying to of, push it off the mountain at one point, but then um, he got the feels. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then he goes and tries to save her. <laughs> and he picks her up. Picks up these tires. Yeah. Which... Do you know what? I, for some reason, I remember him. I thought I remembered him throwing it down and jumping on top as they go down. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. You don't, and we don't see that. In the no, because I, I swear I could remember like him turning it, dropping it, and then it starts going and he jumps. Yeah, that's what I thought. But he doesn't. Um, and then, then he's what's he doing? Is he kind of? It's not. I wouldn't say snowboarding or skiing. He's kind of hanging on to the back of it, like on a on a holding some yeah, lights. He's like he's skiing, but it's like he's being pulled along by someone. Yeah, can't, yeah, yeah. Um, there is a word for it, but I can't. Yeah. I can't think what it is. Um, so he does that, and then uh, that's when he swings round and he lands flat on top of the uh, steering wheel, and he says, uh, "Budge over, it's my turn," or something. Yeah, I'm driving now. Yeah. So then they kind of crash down the uh, down the mountain. Uh, he screams as loud as he can to let the Who's know <laughs> that they're on their way. A couple of them managed to string some... Cri- How do they think that was going to stop it? I'm, I'm, I don't know. I mean, at least, at least they tried. Yeah, it did, so it did slow <laughs> them down a little. And then we get that great moment where uh, Dad <laughs> is standing there um, 
and, and I love that moment when she goes, get out of the way, Dad. And he goes, yeah, move, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> like he's in with her, you know. And then um, he kind of stops the sleigh and he gets sucked into the tree kind of thing. Yeah, it, it pushes him right back into the tree, but it's still... He didn't move. He no. protected the tree. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which, do you think he was trying to protect the tree? Or is it more of a symbolic of, like, this one isn't being broken and I'm saving you too? Do you know what I mean? There, it seems like there could be like a, a moment there or something. There's a reason behind that That and, shot. That and trying to help Cindy, of course. Yeah. Uh, so then we get the... Uh, he surrenders and basically offers to he surrender. He apologises, doesn't yeah. he? He goes to the policeman tells him... Right, he basically says, you caught me. And I'm sorry. He puts his head down, puts his hands up to be cuffed. Yeah. So he was willing to accept responsibility for his actions. That's a lot of personal growth in a very short amount of time. Mm-hmm. From being willing to steal Christmas and make everyone miserable. And instead, yeah. Willing to, yeah, instead of, and then suddenly willing, be willing to be yeah. condemned for what he's done. They they accept his apology and nothing's done of it. And then, uh, is it M- Mindy? Mindy May? Let's call her Mindy. Know, whatever her name is. Um she says no to the proposal and tells the Grinch basically that she likes him. Yeah, it's the mayor. Mayor was yeah. proposed to her earlier. She's kept the ring, but she she never gave him an answer. No. And then basically, <laughs> I love the bit when she goes, "I have my heart is set on someone else," and she looks at the Grinch. The Grinch looks then the around. Grinch looks round. <laughs> he can't accept, He can't. Couldn't understand why someone would want him. But <laughs> but then I feel like there's a little bit of the old Grinch in there somewhere because he goes, um, "No hard no feelings." Hard for the feelings. Mayor. Then laughs at him. Yeah, and just keeps <laughs> laughing at him, which is a good, decent amount of revenge without being mean. Yeah, and then basically they hold hand in hand, sing, and the film kind of ends. Yep, that's basically it, really. Um, do you feel like there's anything you missed, anything you would have changed, or anything like that? Right, originally I never noticed some of the more adult items that appear in it. Yeah, like the f- the party so the and the party, swearing, like the and yeah, yeah. Um, which I found quite interesting because it wasn't obviously wasn't for the kids. I mean, this is a, it's a PG. PG movie, and that was clearly not PG scenes. Yeah, but I don't think you, as a you kind of just look as a past kid, it. As a kid, you just sold that having a party. So, oh, okay, they're having a party. Yeah, not that they're putting <laughs> keys in a bowl to be picked out later. <laughs> yeah, you're that you thinking, oh, yeah. So it's, it's, they it's stick, that party. Yes. <laughs> They stuck, um, they stuck that in there. So adults have something to look at as well, as well as enjoying the movie. Yeah, which I loved. Yeah, I think a lot of a lot of shows do that. Films do that. Yeah, you know, um, there's like hidden bits. All right. Uh, so before we get out of here, before we need to do our ratings. Indeed. But before we do that, uh, there's a couple of things that you can do to help us. So rate, review, and subscribe to us on whatever podcast platform you are using. Follow us on all of our social medias. Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. They're all going to be linked down below. Um, also, shouts out to the guys over at Rebellious Noise, specifically their podcast, Talking Beans, that I had the pleasure of being on them before. Uh, they asked me to kindly go on and do um, a Christmas episode with them, or, or Christmas 2 episodes with them, uh, which was nice. So we spoke all about kind of Christmas traditions and stuff, a little bit on that. And then we uh, also done a favourite of the podcast, which was the, the next episode to be released, which is Muppets Christmas Carol. Always a where, good movie to watch. Where I got to sing on their podcast, like Kermit the Frog, which uh, which I introduced when we first done it in, what, <laughs> yeah. 2017? 
Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was some years ago now. It was indeed. Um, so, yeah, so go over to them, um, subscribe to Reb Noise, give them a like and follow and whatnot. All their links will be in our description box on the podcast. Um, obviously, we cross-promote, so check them out on Twitter because obviously we would have promoted their stuff there. Also on Facebook and also on Instagram. So, um, you know, follow us, follow them, you know, and, and so-and-so, you know, share the Christmas love as it is. Yes. Let the uh, Christmas spirit grow. Exactly. Like the Grinch is hot. Look at that. We turned that full circle and we didn't go on a tangent. That was perfect. Uh, so we normally rate films out of candy canes. I went first last time. So it's your turn to go first this time. Okay. So, I'm going to give this eight candy canes. Wow. That's a high That's that, a high one for me. That, that is a high one for you. Yes. Well, it's Christmas and it's a good movie. <laughs> oh. oh, so now when it's a good film, it's Christmas. Yeah. Last, last episode, it was like, oh. <laughs> well, there was too much bullying in that one. That was just... I'm not. I, I, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've, I, we've we've been there. I explained my reasons for the lowest score in a previous pod. I'm not going to go over it again now. No, go on. Okay. 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 Yes. Why do I want eight? Uh, why do I want, <laughs> no, I don't want eight candy canes. No, thank you. But why? Jim Carrey is one reason. Yep. If it was another actor, well, even if, you know, if you knew it could have been John, uh, Jim Carrey, it wouldn't have felt as good. No, I feel the only other person that probably could have taken that is Robin Williams yeah yeah that literally is the only two actors that could portray that yeah I love the well I'm you know as you know I haven't seen the book uh, sorry I haven't read the book but I have seen bits of a previous Grinch movies like the Christmas uh, the um, cartooned one the animation yeah yeah so I enjoyed the move from animation to live action uh-huh the innuendos I found f- quite funny, and yeah. the fact that it made me laugh while still being annoyed at some of the characters for something I actually liked. Yeah, yeah. All right, those are my reasons. All right, so I'm I'm giving it seven point five candy canes. Wow, I think it's the first time you've given a lower one than me. Maybe, maybe one or two. I'd have to let us know in the comments and, and whatnot. Um, but yeah, no, I always feel there's little bits that kind of not infuriate me, but. Obviously not CGI. I'm not going to badger on it because it was like 20 <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Um, but I think some of like the method of the way it was done, I like some bits. They had different camera angles, which I really liked, especially over top when it was building. You did enjoy the transitions in a few Yeah, places. yeah. The transitions were great. But again, it's one of those that I can kind of, it's, it's a great family film, but I wouldn't go out of my way to watch again unless like it was on at Christmas. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There was something like Die Hard. Hundred percent, you know, um, but yeah, no, uh, I, I don't know. Seven, I, I think a strong seven point five. I can't. I haven't really got any reasons. Like no, you like don't. Some, specific reasons. Sometimes it's just there aren't any real reasons. Yeah, I think for me it was the acting of Jim Carrey and uh, Cindy Lou Who that were great, and I think their on-screen chemistry. For bearing in mind, how, you know, she could have been scared to death out of a guy wearing a green yak suit. <laughs> yeah. You know. Um, for them to have that kind of chemistry on screen and the way everything was done was great. Um, I just I don't want to rate it higher. I just don't think it was worth it was the high that. Note. Yeah. Okay. Well, like I said, sometimes it's better you say that there's no real reason for it. You just don't want to rate it any higher than making up a fake reason for it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. We're not that podcast. No. Um, yeah. So let us know if you agree. If you think I went too low or you think Chris went too high, either or. Um, or both. Yeah. Like you said, someone could just think it's eight. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so let us know, obviously, in uh, in the comments on Twitter or on on Sound on SoundCloud, where you can actually comment on our audio. Oh, cool! 
you can actually just click on a part of the audio if you have an account then comment on that so uh, if you want to go and do that then feel free um, me and Chris are on a mission to get this the highest podcast month since we've been running and I'm going to say we're like 60 to 70 plays off of our highest ever play oh wow I'm so sending this um, to all the people I know yeah yeah so it it could happen like we could, this could be the highest one that we've ever done uh, bearing in mind we have smashed out like four episodes already uh, throughout the month obviously that builds us up it's the Christmas season it is uh, you have one Christmas present from both of us uh, but you don't get that right now you're going to get it on the 24th oh. what's more annoying is I'm working on the 24th so the minute I come home from work I have to upload it <laughs> what I might do is upload it on the 23rd so you get it on the 24th though yeah that uh, that'll probably be easier so you get a full day of listening so then you haven't got to listen to us on christmas day which feel free if you want to go ahead <laughs> new tradition listen to us uh, have everyone gathered around your iphone or whatever you're playing it on and have exactly. listen to us yeah yeah i mean i'm 100 percent up for that um <laughs> you know buffing that's it isn't it yeah that's everything yeah uh anything to um end the pod with merry christmas everyone